Welcome to the Live Life Unapologetically podcast, a place that isn't about chatting into the void, but rather sparking real change in your life. Get ready to enter the realm where positive thinking meets intentional action. From conquering self-doubt to cozying up with authenticity and achieving success with intention. This podcast is your go-to source for mind-bending exploration. Whether you're navigating the maze of self-discovery, high-fiving purpose, or just trying to figure out what wellness really means, you're in the right place. Every episode is a passport stamp on your journey to living life unapologetically. Because why settle for the ordinary when you were born to be extraordinary? Welcome to today's episode where we are talking about permission granted, four ways to give yourself the green light. It's common to feel we need permission granted to us to pursue our dreams or take risks in life. You may hold yourself back because you fear judgment or rejection from others. But the truth is you don't need anyone's permission to go after what you want. Remember that you can create paths in your life by trusting yourself and your instincts. Waiting for validation from others can hold you back from pursuing your dreams and living the life you truly want. By trusting your instincts and permitting yourself to take action, you can create unique opportunities for yourself. Don't wait for someone else to tell you it's okay to go after what you want and take the first step and say permission granted to live the life you deserve. There are some roadblocks to granting permission to yourself. So let's talk about those first before we get into the steps of how to start allowing yourself to have the green light to go. So have you ever felt like you're not worthy of success or happiness? Maybe you've been waiting for external validation before believing that you deserve a better life or the life that you want. I struggled with that, but I learned that self-worth comes from within. Not allowing yourself to move forward in different areas of your life correlates to worthiness. You may have a deep-seated self-worth wound or wounds or feel unworthy on some level without even realizing it. Looking for external validation is for someone to say you're worthy to do, have, or be this, whatever this may be in your life. So how do self-worth wounds block permission or giving permission to ourselves? Have you ever felt like you're not qualified or experienced enough to pursue your goals? Maybe you've been waiting to gain more knowledge or expertise before you go for it. I've been there too, but I realized that waiting for perfection or a certain level of expertise is just another form of procrastination. I remember what it was like wanting someone to tell me I was ready or thinking to myself that I needed more growth to pursue new things. Then there were times I knew I was more than capable, but then self-doubt would creep in via comparison or telling myself old stories about why I couldn't do something. You pull yourself back when you're on the brink of moving forward. Something tugs on you from the inside that makes you doubt yourself, so you shrink back. You may return to the drawing board and try to start it all over and make it more perfect, or you might think, oh, I think I had it, but I need to learn a couple new things, or you try to freshen up your skills in some other way. All of these things can go back to worthiness and all of those things can be blocks to giving yourself permission. So what are the four ways to get going? How do we move past this feeling in our lives? The tug you feel, the wanting to know more, and the need to be perfect before moving forward are all indicators of a self-worth wound lurking within you. Self-worth wounds can be hard to find. Because you may deem worthy in many areas, like I feel worthy here in my job, I feel worthy in my relationship, or I feel worthy as a mother. 
but then you feel unworthy in other areas of your life. Lack of worth can stop you from having a holistically sound life. You aren't broken. You just need to know where to go from here. A lot of times our worthiness wounds are subconscious limiting beliefs that we just need to be able to bring to the forefront consciousness of our mind so we can deal with them, so we can work through them, and we can move past them. And these four ways to get going are going to help with that. It starts with identifying your fears and limiting beliefs. Before you can permit yourself to pursue your passions, you need to identify the fears and limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Are you afraid of failure? Do you believe you're not good enough? Do you feel unworthy? Do you look at someone else and say, wow, they really deserve that life because they're an awesome person, but that life just wasn't meant for me, even though you want that life or some part of that life, right? Because we should want our own lives and not compare to other people's lives. Everybody's lives are different. But ask yourself those questions. Why am I scared of this? Why am I really not moving forward? Am I scared to fail? Am I scared someone's going to make fun of me? Am I scared someone's going to tell me I'm not smart enough for this? I don't have the ability to do this. What is holding you back that's making you feel unworthy and limiting you from moving forward and just giving yourself permission? Are you asking yourself questions like, what would my family think? What would my partner think? What would my kids think? Are you sitting here rehearsing their disappointment or rehearsing their negativity towards something you may want to do and that holds you back because they're not going to give you permission to do it? Or maybe they say, this is not the right time for you to do it or that you should just wait because we hear those things from people around us, unfortunately. Is that stuff holding you back? Asking yourself really deep questions about why you're not moving forward on certain things in your life. Once you've identified these negative thoughts, now you can challenge them. You can ask yourself, are they true? And come up with evidence to the contrary. A lot of people think taking negative is reality. That if you try to turn something that's seemingly negative into something that's positive, you're denying reality. I've never understood why we are more accepting of the negative than the positive. There are always two sides of a coin. What you choose to focus on is what you're going to have. If you hyper-focus on the negative, then that's going to be true. But if you challenge thoughts and you start asking yourself if they're true and you come up with evidence to the contrary, then you're moving in a more positive direction for your life and giving yourself permission. So I was speaking with someone and this person is younger. They want to get married, but she doesn't want to have children. Children was never a thing that this person desired. And of course, she was told things like, nobody's going to want to marry you if you don't want to have kids. You're going to regret if you don't have children. You know, all the things. And I said, is that true? Where can you find examples where that's not true? And so we started going through and she's like, well, I know this person who's married and well, they don't have kids and they got married knowing the kids weren't an option. So yeah, somebody's going to want to marry me even if I don't want to have kids. Okay, I see that oh, I know this other person and they never had kids and they don't regret it. They love living their life. And she started going through and instead of seeing the negative 
And that limiting belief and that fear that I can never have a good whole relationship, I'm never going to be able to have marriage because I don't want to have children because of the limiting beliefs, she started shifting her focus and looking for evidence of the contrary. And once she challenged it and looked for the evidence of the contrary, she found it. That is what it means to look for evidence of the contrary. If you're looking for all the reasons why no one is going to marry you if you don't want to have kids, you're going to find it. If you're looking for all the reasons why someone wants to marry you because they love you regardless of kids, you're going to find it. What are you looking at? What are you giving your attention to? So by doing this, you can start breaking down the barriers that are keeping you from living the life you want because this person was really reluctant to become serious in a relationship for fear that she'd get really deep into it, have a whole lot of feelings, and then the whole kid thing would be a thing and she would be set up for heartbreak. But once she started looking for the contrary, Now she's in a beautiful, magical, wonderful relationship because she broke down that barrier so she can live the life that she wanted, which was a life of connection with someone she loves. Being mindful and discovering your limiting beliefs allows you to become aware of any self-worth wounds that you may have. When you challenge limiting beliefs, you uncover any ideas that detract from your self-worth. So in this example, this woman did not feel worthy of a deep, connected relationship in marriage because she didn't want kids. Her self-worth wounds were tied to nobody is going to want you. You're not worthy of a husband if you don't want to have kids. But once she was able to discover that and challenge it and become aware of it, she was able to move past it and realize that her worth in a relationship was not dependent on if she wanted to become a mother. Then you're going to practice self-compassion and positive self-talk. There's another podcast I have You can go listen to a couple episodes back about positive self-talk. One of the most important ways to give yourself permission to pursue your passions is to practice self-compassion and positive self-talk. Instead of beating yourself up for past mistakes or perceived shortcomings, you can focus on your strengths and your accomplishments. Treat yourself with kindness and understanding, just like you would a close friend. A lot of times, and one of two things happens. I believe with people when we have worthiness wounds is we project what we wish we would have or we give out what we were given. Me and my husband were talking about this the other day. It kind of goes back to the old tale of the two brothers who were identical twins who had the alcoholic father and one grew up to be an alcoholic and one grew up and he wasn't an alcoholic. Same sort of thing. What I found in most people that I have had the privilege of meeting is that they really pour out what they wish that they had. They pour out compassion and positivity and love because that's what they crave. That's what they want. And they don't want anybody else to feel the way that they feel. And you can have those relationships in your life and build them. But wherever you are right now, I just want you to give that back to yourself and stop waiting for people. I want you to give yourself that same compassion and positivity and love, empathy, and stop beating yourself up. We're so easy to forgive others, but we're really hard on ourselves. Forgiving ourselves takes way more time than forgiving others. But if we start practicing self-compassion and positive self-talk, We're not going to be so caught up in our past mistakes or our shortcomings. It happened. Move on. It's fine. We're all human. We're all learning. We're all growing. We're all evolving. It's okay. Forgive yourself. Show yourself that compassion. Treat yourself with that kindness and understanding 
that you give to everybody else. When negative thoughts arise, challenge them with positive affirmations and reminders of your worth and potential. See, once you uncover um, those limiting beliefs that we talked about first, then when you go into challenging negative thoughts, it's a little bit easier and replacing them with positive affirmations. You remind yourself of your worth and potential. And by cultivating a positive and compassionate mindset, you give yourself the green light to pursue your dreams because you're not stuck feeling like I have to make up for something. I have to fix something. I have to become better because I forgave myself. I learned and I grew and that's fine and that's okay. And I can keep moving forward. You don't get stuck in the quicksand of your past. You just move forward into your future. This practice builds your self-worth from the inside. When you're compassionate with yourself, you take out the need to compare yourself to others and you remove the self-doubt, which allows your self-worth to rise. So mixing positive self-talk cultivates this practice in your life. And you're going to surround yourself with supportive people. Surrounding yourself with people who support and encourage your passions and goals is essential. And that doesn't mean that you need their permission. You're just going to seek friends and family members or mentors who believe in you and your abilities. These individuals can provide valuable feedback and advice and motivation when needed. You don't need their permission, but they may have a wisdom. We seek out mentors and coaches because they have wisdom to get us to where we want to go further and faster. If you've never experienced something before, you might need somebody who has experienced it and their wisdom to help you. It does, need, does not mean you need their permission. It just means that you can gain from their wisdom. Additionally, you can join a community group of like-minded individuals that share your interests and aspirations. When you're with like-minded people, it's very encouraging. You don't feel the need to shrink back. You're not as concerned about getting other people's permission because y'all are all out there doing your thing. Being part of a supportive community can help you stay accountable and inspired as you pursue your dreams. And that's really important because self-growth, self-acceptance, self-love, self-worthiness is internal, but we are social creatures, right? We are not on this earth to walk alone. Our self-journey, knowing ourselves, is a personal experience, but it extends outward with community. One of my clients from my Relentless Self-Love membership recently reached out to me to share that she had invited one of her friends to join in on the membership because they wanted to work together on the monthly coaching and encouraging each other. So there's power and support. So my client was doing it anyway. She didn't ask for anybody's permission, but she was like, you know what? I need some support. I need some accountability. I need somebody to keep me going when I don't want to keep myself going. And so she talked to her friend. Her friend's like, yes. And so they become buddies. It's just like when you go to the gym and you get a workout partner. So you're both going on your own personal journey to make your bodies better, right? You're going on your own journey. You have your own fitness goals, but going with someone who has the same type of goal. And that goes back into having a community that has the same interests and aspirations. Having that keeps you motivated to keep going. Did you ask that person permission? Can you go to the gym? No, you gave yourself the permission. You're bringing somebody else along for the ride. That's it. Then you want to set achievable goals and celebrate your successes. 
So one of the most critical ways to permit yourself to pursue your passions is to set achievable goals and celebrate your successes. Break down your larger goals into smaller, more manageable steps and set deadlines for each. Tackling goals this way is going to help you stay focused and motivated as you work towards your ultimate goal. When you reach milestones or accomplish a task, take time to celebrate your success. I don't care if you were like, my goal is to just have my house decluttered and you decluttered one drawer. Don't wait till the whole project is done. If you got one drawer done, you're like, yes, I am going and getting myself my favorite milkshake. Celebrate the small successes along the way because it's going to help you stay more motivated as you go. You don't have to wait until you get to the end to celebrate. Be happy as you go. Celebrate yourself as you go and make those small milestones. And when you break it down into little steps, then you're like, oh, I reached that milestone. I'm going to go ahead and uh, reward myself, right? And you can even have little things set up to reward yourself for your milestones. And then I want to go into, you know, the old saying of don't bite off more than you can chew. And that's true when you're working towards your goals and giving yourself permission to move forward in your life. Plans often fail not because you're not capable, but because you took on too much at once. Think of it like moving from one house to another. You don't carry all the boxes at one time, right? You take a few at a time as you're moving. You still move, but you're not breaking your back while doing it, which prevents you from finishing what you started. So don't take on more than you can choose. So let's go back to the whole, let's declutter my house. And I'm just saying that because I'm doing that to mine right now. If you get, if you say, I'm going to declutter my house and you set aside a Saturday to do it and you think you're going to get through your whole house in one Saturday, every drawer, every closet, under every bed, and you start and as you go, it's taking a whole lot longer than you thought. and You're just tired because, you know, there's some manual labor in there and you only get through a few rooms and then you feel like you didn't meet your goal because you didn't get it all done on the Saturday that you set aside for it because you bit off more than you could chew. And we do that a lot in our lives. It's like, yeah, I'm going to give myself permission to do it and I've been waiting so long to do it that I'm just going to go in there and get it all done. And then we bite off more than we can chew and we feel discouraged. And then we stop. So a way to give yourself permission and to make it work in your life in any area of your life is to set achievable goals and celebrate your little successes along the way. Go for it, whatever it is in your life, in any area of your life. I want you to go for it. Waiting for permission can prevent you from living your desired life. You don't need permission to go on that vacation. You don't need permission to start that garden. You don't need permission to go on a self-growth journey. You don't need permission to love yourself. You don't need permission to explore new hobbies. You don't need permission to engage in the hobbies you already like, but don't make time for. You don't need anybody else's permission to live the life you desire. By identifying the reasons behind your need for approval, challenging your limiting beliefs, and taking small steps towards your goals, you can break free from a cycle of holding yourself back and creating a life that you truly love based on your values and your desires, your values and desires. How many times do you not do something because you're worried about how it will look to society or what society thinks, or this isn't acceptable to society? If it ain't hurting anybody, do it. You don't need permission. Remember, you are worthy of pursuing your dreams and having a fulfilling life. And it all starts with giving yourself permission to do so. Healing your worthiness through these steps can free you from holding yourself back. No more shrinking back. It's time to go full force and full steam ahead. 
So I want you to take that first step and I want you to permit yourself to live life on your terms. If you love today's episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with your fellow warriors. Let's create a ripple effect of liberation. Until next time, stay fierce, stay fabulous, and as always, live life unapologetically. Hey, warriors, before you go conquer the world, I got a little something special for you. If you're ready to kick things up a notch, you'll want to get your hands on the free roadmap, Thriving Beyond Limits, Four Secrets to Maximize Your Potential. These four secrets are so juicy that they're practically the VIP tickets to walking in inspired action every day. To grab your copy, head over to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap, or you can find the link in the show description. Because let's face it, you're not here to play small. You're here to thrive beyond limits. Go ahead and get your free roadmap by going to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap today. Today.